You're listening to the Mission Motherhood Podcast, Episode 11. In today's episode, we are covering one of the foundational pillars of my Mission Motherhood system that is a key step to conquering your mental load and overwhelm in motherhood, simplified living and organization. Simplifying my home, adopting a semi-minimalist lifestyle, and becoming extremely intentional with how my home is structured and organized was the pivotal moment when I began to break free from the overwhelm. It was when I began to finally take control of my home. It was how I realized that I had the ability to conquer chaos and not let it run my life. It was the start of my journey that has brought me here today, helping you with your journey. In this episode, we will cover why exactly simplified living is the key ingredient to conquering your chaos, why it's the secret sauce um, to really making that chaos begin to disappear and that overwhelm begin to disappear. And we will talk about how to adopt a lifestyle of simplicity that you can actually maintain. Without further ado, let's dive into today's episode. Welcome to the Mission Motherhood Podcast, a podcast created to help you conquer the mental load of motherhood so you can be intentional with the missions God has called you to both in and out of motherhood. Here, you will learn how to manage it all, your time, your home, your family, your career, and more so you can go from feeling overwhelmed and stretched thin to mothering with joy and living fully on purpose for the Lord. If you're ready to change your motherhood narrative, reclaim your joy, own your time, and get back to your mission, then you're in the right place. I'm your host, founder, and CEO of Mission Motherhood, Caroline J. Sumlin. Ready? Let's do this. Hey, hey, mamas, welcome to today's episode of the Mission Motherhood Podcast. I'm so happy to have you here today. Today, we are covering one of my favorite topics, simplicity and organization. Simplifying and organizing your home and ultimately your life is the key ingredient to conquering your chaos in life and especially in motherhood. It is the secret sauce. It is the foundation. The success of your family routines, your household management systems, your ability to create room for the things that matter and create space to be really intentional with those missions relies on this very thing. And it is often the most overlooked. As humans, we want quick results. We want to know how can I manage everything right now so I can get things done right now when I want them to get done right now and feel better today, which is fine. That makes sense. Of course, we all want to feel better immediately and we want a quick resolution to our overwhelm, especially when it feels like it's crushing us in those moments. The problem, however, lies in when we just seek quick fixes, but we don't intentionally build a foundation that allows us to create a lifestyle that ensures that those quick fixes turn into routine habits that turn into lifelong transformation. Creating routines for your family is super important. It's a huge part of what I teach, but it's never where I begin my teaching. I begin my teaching by having you look at your home and see where your chaos could be stemming from. 
I show you how much your excess and lack of organization or systems in your home are one of your biggest stressors that you possibly knew nothing about. When I began giving everything in our home a purpose and only allowing the things that truly served our family well to stay inside our home, that's when the weight began to lift off of my shoulders and the cloud began to lift over my head. The physical clearing of stuff that didn't matter was that was or or was just there in excess literally created a mental clarity in my mind that I didn't even know was possible since becoming a mom. Like I didn't know that it was possible to actually have this type of mental clarity until I finally achieved that. And I definitely wasn't expecting to achieve that mental clarity simply by living more simply. Your home is your foundation. When there is chaos in your home, there will be chaos in your life. Now, we often think about chaos as being the chaos of the kids, right? The noise, the bouncing off the walls, the meltdowns, the whining, the, the appointments, the homework, the, 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 just the stress of managing it all and, and feeling like you need to grow octopus arms and legs in order to calm that chaos down. But how often do we stop and realize that behavioral chaos is often rooted in physical chaos. This is actually rooted in science. Studies show that clutter is one of the top causes of stress among adults and especially parents. And if it's causing us stress, it's causing our kids stress as well. Remember, kids feel what we feel, but they feel it even more than we do and they don't have the coping skills to deal with those big feelings. Everything your eyes have to look at, your brain has to make a decision about. The more clutter, the more noise, decisions, distractions, stimulation, and more. Also, the more stuff you have and the more disorganization you have, the more you're going to have to clean and the longer it's going to take to clean. And the more overwhelming it will feel to clean. This means you are likely to avoid cleaning altogether and let clutter pile up, which is then going to cause more overwhelm. It can be a really vicious cycle. This episode is brought to you by my brand new membership program for moms, the Mission Motherhood Academy. The Mission Motherhood Academy was created for mission-driven mamas who are ready to conquer their mental load and write a motherhood narrative that is filled with intention, joy, and honors the mission of motherhood that God has called them to. Through my monthly live workshop and group coaching program, you will go through the seven-tier Mission Motherhood framework that will teach you how to manage motherhood strategically and intentionally so you can get back to what matters most, your mission. This program is like none other, with a mix of live workshops, monthly mini courses, group coaching calls, guest expert sessions, and a private community just for you. You'll be fully equipped to step into the motherhood mission God is calling you to without the overwhelm. Topics we will cover include identifying the gaps in your current systems and creating strategic solutions around them, becoming solutions-oriented and choosing joy even on your hardest days, simplifying and organizing your home so that your home serves you well, creating and implementing structured yet flexible routines for you and your family that will put you back in the driver's seat, and more. We will focus on building and solidifying your foundation in the home so that you can be intentional and present in every area God has called you. So what are you waiting for? Head to carolinejsemlin.com slash join MMA right now to enroll. 
Plans start at just $29 a month. That's carolinejsumlin.com slash join MMA. So how do you actually begin living with less? And how do you adopt a lifestyle of simplicity? One, you must recognize that this is a lifestyle change. It is a lifestyle change. It is not a one and done, just I'm going to declutter everything once, become Marie Kondo or Marie Kondo my life and be done with it. That's what's on trend right now. Marie Kondo came to Netflix and changed our entire world. But choosing to live with less cannot be just a one and done declutter situation. It must be a lifestyle choice. It must be a mindset shift. It must inform the decisions we make when we are adding things into our homes and choosing what to buy and when. It must be strategic and mission focused, meaning you must create a vision or mission for why you're choosing this lifestyle to begin with. Now, I don't have a family minimalism mission statement per se, but I do have a very clear mission when it comes to our simple lifestyle that is always at the forefront of my mind when choosing what comes into our home what needs, and what needs to leave our home. It kind of goes something like this. I strive to create a peaceful home that feels calming no matter what room you're in. I strive for quality over quantity meaning that we have fewer items that are of higher quality rather than having a lot of items that are lower in quality. I do this to ensure that the experience our entire family has every day when interacting with our home feels intentional and life-giving. I also do this to ensure that our items last a long time and to show that we don't need to rely on the continuous purchase of what's new and flashy to be happy. This allows our family to practice contentment and gratitude. I also strive for our home to feel easy to live in and easy to maintain for everyone in the home. I never want our mess or clutter to take away from enjoying each other or exercising hospitality towards others who enter our home. So it's really important to know why you're doing this, to know what the benefits are going to be with your mental load, with your overwhelm and just the 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 actual, you know, tangible, like, fact that having less stuff means less to maintain and manage. And that's, that's pretty obvious. But when you dive deeper into, you know, a true mission or a true vision as to what simplified living will do for you and your family, and some of this you will, you will, you will realize, you will, you will begin to come to these conclusions as you just begin making those first steps towards living more simply. I didn't come up with all of this the first time I began decluttering or the first time that I, you know, that I, um, that I maybe had finished a declutter or something along those lines and, and kind of had begun to live more minimally. I, I still didn't recognize all of this, but it began to piece itself together as I, and, and my family, and as, as me and, as we, as we walked through living more minimally and I, and I saw the effects that it was having on our family and I saw how differently my children played with their toys and I saw the, the longer attention spans and I saw how my daughter's, um, her imagination began to run wild with toys that were so simple. 
that she was exercising her brain in more ways than she ever was when she just had a bucket full of toys that lit up. And that's just the toys. When I noticed the ease and stress of my husband's mornings just completely diminishing because of the organization and less amount of clothing in his wardrobe and in our closet as a whole, and of course in my wardrobe. When our laundry piles began to diminish and therefore laundry was no longer a burden to do. So many things. When the amount of time it took for us to tidy up in the evenings went from 45 minutes to 20. Things like that, that really helped me to recognize, oh wow, this is really transforming our lives. And that's how I began to to really attach myself to this mission of why this was so important and commit to this lifestyle change as I was sort of trying some things out. And, you know, when I was newer in my minimalism journey, if you will, but you still want to choose to make, to, to adopt the lifestyle when you begin your journey, because You don't want to have a mindset that you're just going to one and done it. Like I said before, you don't, you, because then you're, you're not going to commit. It's going to be easy for you to fall off just like it is for really anything else we try to change about our lives. When we don't make it habit, when we don't, when we attempt a diet versus a lifestyle change or, or we just attempt this quick fix program over here instead of really adopting or going on a health and wellness journey, or when we, you know, just read. We, we think, you know, we start maybe one little devotional or something like that. I don't want to discredit devotionals or anything like that. But, you know, when we, when we don't really adopt like a lifestyle change of seeking the Lord, but we just treat reading our Bible as, or our devotionals as kind of like a checkoff thing in the morning, like two very different things, right? So that's why the mindset of choosing a lifestyle to really have the habits follow as a result of that mindset shift is very, very important. Now, once you've chosen to make that lifestyle shift and have created kind of just a general mission or vision for your family, like I said, it will adopt and change over time, but you can kind of at least get started with that. Um, You can actually begin doing the work to make this happen. It won't happen overnight. Small, consistent progress will lead to big change. Let me repeat that again, because that was legit. Small, consistent progress will lead to big change. Okay, so it's not going to happen overnight, but here are some things that you can do now to get started so you can feel like you can actually make some progress today. Because I know you're listening to this and you're thinking, how can I, how can I reduce this overwhelm today? How can I reduce this clutter today? The toys are driving me crazy, but maybe the idea of decluttering and simplifying and organizing feels overwhelming to you because it feels like such a daunting task and Time is of the essence in and in and as it is already, right? Time is already so precious. So you might be thinking, like, there's just there's just no way. There's just no way. So let's let's take it, let's take a few steps back and let's start with some small steps that you can take today. The first step is just identifying the areas in your home that cause the most amount of stress right now. Okay? That's where you're gonna want to start. So a few questions you can ask yourself are, what, where do I tend to misplace things a lot or anyone else in my family? What areas of the home feel impossible to clean up or like it takes forever to clean up? 
where does clutter usually accumulate? Usually that's where, you know, things don't have homes or maybe there's just some disconnect in the way things are stored in your home. How easy does it feel to maneuver each room of the house? Like when you're in a house, I'm sorry, when you're in a room of your house and you need to get things done, how easy is it to maneuver to get to the things you need to get to? Is everything in a in place and set up so that you can do the things you need to do easily? Or are you always running around like a chicken with your head cut off trying to find the things you need and, and everything's always a mess and it's hard for you to, to actually do the things you need to do? when you, the thing that you came to the room to do is hard for you to, to, to accomplish that task because of the distraction of the clutter. Answering these questions will give you a starting point. You'll begin to see patterns and can make a plan from there as to what needs your attention the most. The next task you can do is you can, or just the next step really, is to put it in your schedule. Once you have figured out where you need to start, you can figure out when you will carve out intentional time on a weekly basis to get some decluttering and organizing done. This time you're carving out is for your initial declutter, assuming you have not done this already. The way you maintain your home once it's simplified and organized will look a bit different because general maintenance takes less time, but still that needs to be planned for as well. However, for your initial declutter, I recommend a once a week time you can commit to for 30 minutes to an hour where you can just take, you know, that, that first starting area that based on the questions that you asked yourself previously in the, um, the, the, the questions, I'm sorry, based on the questions that you just asked yourself, you can identify that starting point, identify where you want to, where you want to begin and what you want to begin doing. And now take it in bite-sized chunks a week at a time, or maybe you can fit in two, two days a week. That's fine too. But don't feel like you need to overcommit yourself and you need to all of a sudden block out a week of your life to declutter your whole house from head to toe. You're going to burn out really easily. You're going to start off really motivated, but then you're going to crash and burn and you're not going to pick it back up again. And that's what's going to also prevent you from making it a lifestyle choice because when you burn out, it's way harder to get back in the, in the car. You know what I mean? So taking it slow in the beginning allows a slow and steady marathon-like journey instead of a sprint and will ensure that you can continue to make slow, steady progress that feels good without burning out and without being so overwhelmed. And you will notice such a difference when you attempt or not attempt, but when you when you strive to do it that way, you will notice much more of a difference. So put it on your schedule for 30 minutes to an hour once or twice a week where you can carve that time out um, and make it a family plan. Make sure that you're not just making these plans on your own, but you're communicating with your spouse and you're creating a plan together based on the ages and needs of your kids to, to intentionally make that happen. These are a few initial steps you can take that will help you adopt your new lifestyle of simplicity and begin making small progress today. Remember, small, consistent progress equals big change. That's, that's like, that's a repeatable. Like I want you to literally write that down and stick it on your wall in several places of your home because that, that is just something that we need to remind ourselves in all things is like, like in all things, like not even, I was going to say, especially this, but no, like just in all things, anything you're striving to do, parenting, you know, like, like the, the, the hard days of parenting that we're all having COVID decluttering, weight loss, weight gain, health and wellness, like whatever this might look like, growing in the Lord, 
small, consistent progress equals big change. Always, always, always. Okay, so if you take nothing else from this episode, I want you to take that. Even if you just listen to this episode and you say, I don't care about my chaos, Caroline. I'm going to keep my clutter, blah, 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 blah. That's fine. I, you know, that do you, Lou. Do you. But you still need to remember that small, consistent progress equals big change. So actually, I just made this up. But you know what? I'm going to go with it. If you're listening to this, I want you to write it down. If you're listening to this, duh, you're listening to this. You're listening to this right now. I want you to write it down right now. Just like I repeated over and over again. Small, consistent progress equals big change. Write it on a post-it note. Write it in your notes on your phone. I don't care. Make, like, write it somewhere that you can see it, though. And I want you to snap a photo of your post-it or your note card or wherever you've written it down and tag me on Instagram. Share it to your stories. You don't have to do it on your grid, but share it to your stories. Tag me and encourage others to do that as well. And and show me where you're posting it. Maybe you're posting it on your fridge. Maybe you're po- posting it on your bathroom mirror. Who knows? Maybe maybe you're posting it, um, you know, in your Bible. That's an op- that you know. Maybe it's on your computer. Wherever it makes sense for you to post that post it somewhere that you can see it every day and then take a photo and tag me on Instagram at Caroline J. Someone and show me your post-it reminder. And I'm going to do the same thing. I'm going to, right after recording this, I'm going to write that on my post-it. I'm going to stick it on my bathroom mirror so I can remember myself every single day this very thing. So that whatever season you're walking through, whatever thing you're dealing with, you will remember this really important um this really important mindset shift and that, you know, again, small, consistent progress equals big change. So I want to hold you accountable to that. Please, please, please don't just listen to this and and just kind of laugh it off. Seriously, do it. Do it right now. I know you're listening. I know you've got a pen handy. I know you're not driving because we're all at home. So, I mean, if you are driving, don't do this. But if you're not driving right now, I want you to to share that with me. I think that'd be great for us to encourage each other to to take that little step today. Okay. Now I also want to tell you that simplifying and organizing your home is something I dive deep into into inside the Mission Motherhood Academy. So if you're interested in creating real change in your home, learning how to maintain it and learning exactly how I teach my clients how to structure their homes and more, then head to carolinejsomelin.com slash join MMA to learn more about Mission Motherhood Academy and enroll today. Doors to the Academy are closing this Friday, so hurry up and enroll. And don't hesitate to reach out to me if you have any questions. I'd be happy to speak with you. This week, I'm going to be having another bonus episode on Thursday where I will tell you all about my story, about how I am actually a recovering perfectionist and also how creating routines and systems within my home is finally what freed me from that perfectionism. So stay tuned for that bonus episode and be sure to enroll in MMA. I will see you inside the Academy and inside the next episode. Thank you for listening to the Mission Motherhood Podcast. You can check out the show notes for this episode at carolinejsumlin.com slash blog. If the content of this episode helped you in any way, please take a few minutes to share this episode with a mama friend, 
share this podcast to your Instagram stories and leave us a review in iTunes and subscribe to the show. Thank you so much for listening, Mama. See you next time.